0: What's up, all you runners and athletes out there? This is Tommy Runs, and this is the Run, Eat, Sleep show. Uh, Today's guest is really special. Um, He's been on other podcasts before that are much more amazing than this one for sure he's been on the ritual podcast he's been on Joe Rogan's podcast he's been on uh Dr. Phil all these other things like this um and he's an actual doctor so that makes it even cooler uh Dr. Joel Kahn is with us today um I'm super glad that he spent some time with us and talked about how how food and how a good diet can uh, make you a stronger better faster runner and athlete um, and Matt have mentioned, uh, heart health and erectile dysfunction a couple times. So please tune in to the rest of this. Let us know if you have any questions, uh, please subscribe and follow the podcast and hit us up on Instagram at chiptimerunning.com, um, or chiptime or at chiptimerunning on Instagram. And then you can check us out on our website at chiptimerunning.com. Thanks so much. Get any questions in at the end. Love you guys. Be healthy check out this episode let's get into it hello everybody this is tommy runs and this is the run eat sleep show uh today we have a very special guest uh to the chip time running show here and today's guest is an actual doctor uh dr joel Kahn. i think that i know a lot of things but obviously i have no dr in front of my name so i will just refer to him as the as the good doctor Um, Today is the eat session of the Run, Eat, Sleep show. Dr. Joel Kahn is a holistic uh, cardiologist, the owner of Green Space and Go uh, here in rural Oak, Michigan. He's a plant-based diet advocate and an Amazon.com bestseller. Um, And so let's just get this thing going because I think he's short on time today. So let's just get this thing going. Um, As you guys join, please ask questions. Let's just let's get this thing rolling. I'm going to ask him to join right now. Hey, hey. hey, Dr. Joel. how's it going, man?
1: Amazing connection. Where are you at?
0: I'm actually in Farmington, Farmington Hills, Michigan. And there's
1: gorgeous shoes behind you, Jim. man. <laughs>
0: you, you gotta have the running shoes if you're gonna do a running show. I'm gonna
1: do this live right in your showroom. Where is it?
0: Where's the, right here? Oh, this is this is my basement. So, like, it just it looks it looks good, right? <laughs>
1: Some people grow cannabis, some
0: people have shoes. <laughs> we don't know Maybe what
1: both,
0: Yeah, we don't, don't we, we don't know what this is yet. So we'll, we'll figure it out. Um but I really do appreciate you being on the show. Um and we'll we'll let people come in and ask questions as we go along. Um and I know you said you you got about 45 minutes, so we'll try That's to cool. keep it short and yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So, um let's just jump right into this thing. Um can you just give us a just tell us a little bit about yourself? I mean, obviously a lot of people know you, but just kind of tell us a little bit about yourself and your practice, so we can get this started. Yeah,
1: not everybody knows me, and not everybody needs to know me, but uh, I do do. So. In fact, I just been emailing back and forth with the patient, and I, I, I'm a very you know grounded, gratitude, grateful guy. I just said, you just got to come see me because you're not going to find another cardiologist like me. Yeah, you know, maybe between California and New York. Uh, I grew up at Oak Park. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows Oak Park. Yeah. South Trained in Ann Arbor, mainly, but also Dallas, Kansas City. And I'm I'm a couple years older than you. Just a couple. Uh,
0: Just just a couple. Just a
1: little. I started practicing in 1990 in Ann Arbor. Then I wanted to move back to suburban Detroit to be closer to family. Okay. And already wife, kids, still got wife, kids. Same ones, too. Good thing. And um, been here ever since. But I was you know, doing what a cardiologist does see you in the office, write your prescriptions, never talk to you about diet, never talk to you yeah. about sleep, never talk to you about stress, never talk to you about fitness. Um, do testing, see you in a year. A lot of heart attacks, a lot of heart attack treatment. Mm-hmm. I was trained to put little balloons in your arteries because you ate so. St- friggin' bad your mm-hmm. whole life, or you had genetics your whole life, and couldn't get off Marlboro's your whole life, you're all clogged up. Yeah. And I, I did that to about five years ago, and I really took a real shift. Um, I'm still a cardiologist, but I do all prevention, all health, all natural. Mm, Okay. But that was a long journey, because I have, I'm 62, I've been vegan, plant-based, whatever you want to call it. Okay. I eat green stuff that doesn't have a mother, I eat stuff that doesn't poop, that's another way to find it for about 44 years at age 18 oh, wow i stopped eating all the animal stuff i just didn't like it anymore it wasn't like a big deal even right it wasn't ethical i don't throw paint on you if your shoes behind you have leather i'm not going to call you a animal killer right right but i just got into it and then as i was training to be a doctor and beyond always reading always reading and then i went back to university not to get an mba but Like a master's of broccoli and asparagus, MBA master of
0: broccoli. (laughs) I like that one. I like that one. Never
1: said that before. I'm inspired tonight by your great shoe collection and your nice (laughs) personality. So I really, really just try and help people either avoid no one. Find out if you have any heart disease. How old are you?
0: Thirty
1: six. Twenty six, which is good. But um, even 36-year-olds, I'm not trying to bum you out, can have a little bit of this crap starting to build up.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: A problem when we're 50, 60. So I help people find out if they got any of that crap called hardening of the arteries, atherosclerosis. that mm-hmm. down the road, can give us heart attacks, strokes, men, erectile dysfunction, Alzheimer's, and all the rest. And whether they have it or not, I try and get them to understand... Food is medicine. Fitness is medicine. Sleep is medicine. Meditation is medicine. You know, we right. gotta take care of ourselves. We don't assume. Well, we assume we're gonna be healthy all our life until boom.
0: Until you're not. You, know,
1: you yeah. got a cancer. You got you know uh, a stroke. You got a heart attack. You take in Cialis that doesn't work anymore. Whatever it is. So right. I really try and get people on track. I've been very lucky. Um, you know, having. Eating well, focusing on fitness, focusing on sleep, I'm, you know, in a very good position. And you always say, thank you, Lord. Uh, With no medications, I do testing on myself. The arteries are, you know, very young. And it's not the genetics. My genetics were to have some of this problem. And I work like a crazy man, so it's not because I'm eating bonbons from, you know, asparagus all day long. It's a lot of work, a lot of work, a lot of stress. Yeah. Anyways,
0: that's what I do. I'm a preventive cardiologist. So, and so, like, uh, I I didn't know that you had been, because I've watched some of your interviews before, I, I didn't, I don't think I caught the fact that you had been vegan for so long. Um, so just, I, and now I'm curious, you know, coming up through, you, through the study, I know you said you made that shift about five years ago or so. Or so. Um, was it tough, though? Like, you know, you being a vegan yourself um, and doing what you do and not, you know, yeah. saying something you know
1: I think chemotherapy is tough yeah I think taking eight prescription drugs or injecting insulin is tough Yep. I think all my male patients that are 48 and can for a second yeah I don't think um, learning the importance of self-care It's not all food, a lot of it's food, and fitness, and sleep, and not punching walls because you're so pissed out learning some technique. I don't find that hard, but I will tell you, having having done this since I was 18, I happened to have a girlfriend at age 18 that kind of was on the same path, and I ended up marrying her, and she's been my wife for 40 years. So having somebody to do it with turns out to be easier. But, um, yeah, there were, I, I trained to be a heart doctor in Dallas. Mm-hmm. There's not one person in Dallas knew the word vegan. Right? <laughs> I, I it could was imagine. like Martian. Did <laughs> you could... say Martian? They expected me yeah. to have literally Antenna show up. Like, right, they don't exactly. So I ate more okra. Something about Dallas and okra. You know, that's the one thing you could get in the hospital, at a cafeteria, at a restaurant. I mean, that was, but I ate more okra. It's just insane. And. I went about 43 years swearing i never eat okra. And I just it's started so, eating a little it's bit. So it's so good, though. It's like a superfood. It's yeah. so good. I just don't put no ham hock, no turkey tail. Yeah. Just okra. You know, a
0: little tomato, little onion, little garlic like you do. Throw
1: some rice in yeah. there. And the I drink. didn't say okra. I said okra.
0: Oh, I'm, I'm with you. Some people have never even heard of okra. I'm with you 100%. is the best, man. Um well, But so, so let's, you know, because I know you mentioned, you know, fit, you know fitness, eating, yeah. sleeping. Fitness. So, so let's just, you know, from a fitness standpoint, I mean, I know that, you know, athletes in general um, are just kind of programmed, you know, that you you need meat, you need this, you need that in order to be a strong, big, strong fast, you know, what do you, you know, what do you say to that? Like, can, you know, what, what effect can you you know, does the heart play in all this? Yeah, and you talk to athletes who uh, were in high
1: school football teams or weight rooms and college teams and, you know, the few that went pro. Um, You know, that's what happened. You know, the big steaks and eggs and, um, you know, chicken. Um, One of our local heroes, you're in Farmington, I'm in West Bloomfield, Mm -hmm. but we've got a buddy up in uh, Macomb area named Mark Ramirez. And in 1990 to 1994, Mark was at the University of Michigan. He was a tackle mm-hmm. with Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. Nobody wants to say Jim Harbaugh anymore. Right. He's letting us down.
0: Yeah.
1: And Mark was, you know, you're a tackle. You're not a, you're not a tackle when you weigh 180 pounds. He was a 300-pound tackle. Right. And um, that doesn't work out so well for you unless you're smart like John Sally. John yeah. Sally wasn't a tackle. He was... Four time NBA champion. Oh, yeah. But he knew when he finished the NBA, you can't eat like you were training five hours a day if you're doing other stuff. Well, Mark Roberts wasn't training five hours a day anymore, and he just kept eating the meat and, and the eggs and whatever else was in front of him. The big, yeah. you know, he's 30 years old. He's still 300 pounds, but it's not muscle anymore. It's just blob fat. Yeah. And he, by age 30, 35, blood pressure, diabetes some vision problems, starting to have some erectile problems. You don't want to be 35 and having trouble with that. Anyways, fast forward, at age 45, his in-laws, and he lives right here in Detroit, he lectures all the time, gave him a DVD or a VHS called Forks Over Knives, mm-hmm, yeah. which many people have heard of. And like, for the first time in his life, he was on seven medications, including insulin. And he said, nobody ever told me in the medical system I can get rid of some of this crap. Yeah. by focusing on lifestyle, nutrition, fitness, weight loss. And three months later, he's off medicine. Not everybody gets that result. He was off all medicine. Yep. And that is now about eight years later, and he is a—he's about 53, a ripped beast. He's got a business. I mean, he doesn't full-time, but he now teaches, in particular everybody, but he teaches a lot of ex-football players, a lot of ex-U of M football players. You're on a path to die when you're 55, and mm-hmm. you really need to focus on, you know, kind of repairing all that damage you did to your body.
0: Yeah.
1: So you got to look for examples, and Mark Ramirez, who has a website anybody can look at called chickpeaandbean.com, dot Chickpea because his wife is blonde. Bean because he's Latino. chickpeaandbean.com, right. Well worth looking at. His story is very dramatic. But even you know more up-to-date than even him is that documentary that came out in November 2019 called The Game Changer Movie. Mm-hmm. If anybody listening or listening to this once it's recorded it hasn't gone to Netflix, which you can also call pedophile flicks, but Netflix. And uh, that's because they are. And I hate that little movie cuties. I have all kinds of little issues in life with uh, our, our, our crazy world. But um, you go to a movie called Game Changers Movie, Mm -hmm. and it was done by James Cameron, who did Terminator, who did Titanic. So you know the quality's good. The budget was big. Just watch that. You see athlete, 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 weightlifter, biker, swimmer, runner. You know, you do a lot of running. I mean, Scott Jurek, who ran the Appalachian trial and set the record eating only plants. I mean, I don't remember, 2,400 miles and 42 days one of the hardest physical events anybody can ever imagine. You know, he never touched chicken, never touched beef, never touched beef jerky bacon fish he did it all on plants and he's been doing it for years, decades yeah um, and you look at you know some of the other you know burst runners, Carl Moses and Ed- Edwin Moses, Edmund Moses. Um, but anyway, some of these you know Olympic athletes that were plant-based as very powerful. So you know the paradigm, the thought, you build muscle from meat. The common statement is, I want to be strong like an ox. Mm-hmm. Well, just go study, what does an ox eat? Mm-hmm. I want to be strong like a horse. What does a horse eat? They, yeah. don't eat? they don't eat meat, they don't eat animals. They eat grains, they eat grass, they eat oats, yep. and they build muscle. The bottom line is the way you understand it. Muscle's made predominantly, Uh, well, it's protein, protein's made of amino acids. If I had a soybean, if I had a lentil, if I had a pea, if I had a kidney bean right here, it's got protein in it, and it has amino acids. Well, there's only 21 amino acids. Here's a steak. Some of the amino acids are in it. Here's a bean soup. Most of the amino acids. The body doesn't know the difference. If it's methionine, it's methionine. If it's histidine, it's histidine. Once you absorb that in your body, the body can put those amino acids back together and build proteins. Mm-hmm. It's going to go where you need If you're lifting weights, it's going to go to your pecs and your biceps. Body doesn't care. So there's too many examples of people who for a very long time have never eaten an animal food. Yeah. And maybe they're a runner, maybe they're a swimmer, biker, maybe they're a weightlifter. There's a, a wonderful guy in social media with a – Tricky name, Nima Delgado. Oh yeah, right?
0: yeah, I, I follow uh, Nima. yeah. Yeah,
1: you know, he's been vegetarian his entire life and vegan for about eight years. Yep. He's the only vegan ever to be on the cover of Muscle and Fitness. I think it's. In the
0: yeah, guys. Yeah, guys. Guys, ripped.
1: It's working pretty well, man. Yeah. you know. So what we don't know is: could one hundred percent of runners? Could a hundred percent of weightlifters? Could a hundred percent of performance athletes? Eat a balanced plant diet and do as well or better? Or is there something genetic or something about our gut that ninety percent would do better and ten percent wouldn't? Because you hear the stories, you know, right now it's uh, oh, Simon Cowell, he's not an athlete. Mm-hmm. But he got in an accident. He lost a lot of weight yeah. being yeah, plant based. He looked good. I think he looked good because he was, you know, and he said his blood pressure, his energy. Yeah. And he got in an accident. I don't remember if he fell off a scooter or a bike. So, you know, he's back to eating a little fish because he wants to build protein. Yep. You know, somebody needs to slap him around a little bit. You know, we hear about this with various athletes. I, I I believe, you know, I don't know if 100% could be plant-based and do as well, but nearly 100%. You know, Tom Brady, 80 90% plants that he eats. Yeah, and look at his career. Although he threw a tantrum this weekend and yeah. acted a bit like a crybaby, but yeah. it, it's, he's in Um But yeah, you can build muscle, be fast. You know, when you work out hard, you create inflammation. If you go run ten miles or fifteen miles, yeah, you create inflammation. Your muscles are inflamed. The immune system says that's hard work. As soon as you can resolve inflammation. You're gonna not be sore. You're gonna be able to go do your event again, whether it's biking, swimming, running, uh, pole vaulting. And we know that plants are largely anti-inflammatory. You know, beautiful colored plants, onions, garlic, spices—they help control inflammation. If you can help control inflammation, you're back. You know, on the basketball court or you're back on the football field next day. Yeah, and all those bruises and pain are. Healing quicker than they would otherwise. That's- you put in bacon and sugar and donuts and cookies and fried food. You're just feeding, and the inflammation is going to stick around longer.
0: And and that, I think that's where I was kind of going with this next was, um, you know, why is a plant based diet so important for for runners? I mean, because I mean, obviously all athletes, you know, have you know a lot of impact on certain parts of the body. But, you know, running specifically over, let's just say, 50 to 60 miles a week or more. Um, why is it so important to at least, you know, if you're not going to go, you know, fully plant based, because like you said, not 100 percent, you know, maybe able to be successful in that sense. Why should someone say maybe I should switch to a majority plant based or at least more than I'm doing now yeah as a runner?
1: And, you know, it is that concept. And I didn't invent it. I don't know. Who really gets credit? Some people say the doctor in Tucson with a big white beard named Dr. Andrew Weil. Mm-hmm. But he started talking 25 years ago about inflammatory foods mm-hmm. and anti-inflammatory foods. For example, in my clinic, because I'm still an active doctor with patients, right. there's a blood test, and anybody can ask their doctor, I'm curious if I have inflammation, can I get a blood test called HSCRP? High sensitivity, C-reactive protein. Well, there are foods that, and if it's elevated, your immune system's overactive, you're inflamed. If it's normal, you have evidence you're not. You don't have to guess. So there is no doubt that things like bacon, sausage, pepperoni, pepperoni pizzas, donuts, cookies, cakes, fried food, they drive our immune system to say we're being bombarded with crap. We better raise our immune system up. That's what inflammation is, and that C-reactive protein uh, goes up. Okay. And if you feed your body, even if you don't do it perfect, big bright green salads with red peppers and yellow peppers and chickpeas, and I love purple cabbage. I'm a freak about purple cabbage. It's sort of new. I started doing it with COVID. Always having a big bowl of chopped purple cabbage raw, just throwing it in the salad. So I got these, you know, amazing purple color mm-hmm. amongst. My arugula or romaine or whatever. And if you eat a lot of spices, ginger, onion, turmeric, rosemary, thyme, oregano, uh, maybe vinegars, garlic, you know these are known to be very anti-inflammatory. So you can actually, if you want to track a blood test and see how you're doing, but um, there's no doubt, you don't, you don't want to eat an inflammatory diet, you want to eat an anti-inflammatory diet. An anti-inflammatory diet, is healthy, protects your brain, protects from diabetes, protects from obesity, cancer, heart disease, erectile dysfunction. Um, and you do that by eating a lot of brightly colored plants, sweet potatoes for orange or cantaloupe, you gotta get some yellow peppers in there, corn if you want, you want some purple like eggplants right. or purple cabbage, a lot of greens of course, reds, apples, strawberries, raspberries, Red bell peppers, cayenne peppers, chili peppers—many Right. Many colors you can come up with. The more the better. So you know, white cauliflower is a nice, white, healthy food that's related in the kale family, but yep. doesn't have that deep green color, of course.
0: Okay, so so the, so basically, um, if you're not going to go, you know, full, you know, like vegan here, plant-based, then add as many colors as possible to that diet that you're that you're doing. Uh, to help right. you stay on the road, stay running, stay lifting, stay whatever. Right?
1: I made up a word right now. I had inspiration. Eat a plantable diet. Plant- sort of plant and animal, but plantable. Unless- <laughs> uh, I don't think everybody's ever used that word. I think yeah, better- the Lord is speaking to me. well you're right. If you're going to eat, you know, if you're going to eat occasionally a burger, yep. fries, fried food, yep. there actually is science. If you'll do that with a salad, do that with broccoli. Do that with avocado. You've got an ugly uh, burger, and you put lettuce, tomato, and avocado on it. It's a much healthier and much more anti-inflammatory meal.
0: Yeah. So just yeah. yeah. So yeah. For those for those people out there that are just not going to do this thing, um, because they're like, I'm not a rabbit. I'm not going to eat rabbit food. Uh, what the
1: fuck are they waiting for? I but don't anyways, know. there's a few of them out I don't
0: there. know I don't know man I've been, yeah, I've been so I've been vegan for a little over two years and I'm having a great oh. time with it and I was told I was going going to be on blood pressure medicine the rest of my life um, oh. and I haven't taken blood pressure medicine in two years and haven't had the need to so um, That's def- That's yeah, I'm def-
1: wonderful definitely story. with
0: you on that side of things um, yeah. so you have uh, you have the restaurant uh, Green Space and Go uh, right. in Royal oak, Michigan. Um, so, you know, I'm not saying that you're in the, in the kitchen, they're cooking, but look, can you give me some, like some tips for people that are new to this whole thing? Um, what, what are some tips to, to try to get into this? I mean, I know you you just said a lot of stuff there uh, that they could use, but for like a meat eater, it's, it's, it's tough just to say, I'm going to go make a plate of green and purple stuff. So
1: I heard long ago from a friend of mine, three simple tips you know, to get a skeptical person going. Mm-hmm. And I still use it because it makes sense. Number one, dairy, you know, African-American, Asian, 80, 90% of African-American Asians are not able to digest lactose, the sugar and milk. And they drink milk or yogurt or ice cream or coffee cream or, you know, stomach's bubbling, stomach's full, bloated, yeah. gas, maybe even diarrhea. Not everybody, but a lot. Well, you know, dairy we don't need. We know you can live without animal dairy. Mm-hmm. We know some data from a powerful book called The China Study that it's possible that the long term risk of cancer is related to dairy. Well, what has the industry done in the last fifteen years? They started with soy milk, yep. they moved to almond milk. Now we've got fifteen choices. We got hemp milk, we got oat yeah, milk, we got everything. macadamia milk, we got cashew milk. You know. They're up late at night. They're milking these almonds just so you in the morning can make oatmeal. You can make, you know, a smoothie. You can have a bowl of shredded wheat. with, And you don't need to do dairy. So step one, and that includes coffee creamer, yeah. yogurts, some cheeses, and some um, even ice creams, although you've got to be careful because they are sugar-rich. Um, you need to spend a couple of minutes in the grocery store. The milk's over here. You're usually about five feet over, mm-hmm. and you'll start to see, could be soy, could be coconut, could be hemp, could be oat, yep. yogurts, milks, creamers, cheeses, and um, uh, even ice creams. They'll be in the freezer section. And you just try them. I personally now mainly we order oat milk in my house. used to be almond milk, soy milk. If you're an athlete, though, let me just tell you. If you're a runner, yep. you need protein. Okay, you don't. and actually plant protein, science says, including a very recent study last week, plant protein seems to be without the risks. If you eat chicken, 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 fish, 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 beef, 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 animal protein, long term, not, not today, but long term, there is an increased risk of diabetes, cancer, heart disease, right. uh, and such. That doesn't exist for plant protein, study after study after study. So, um, soy milk, which some guys think it's going to give them man boobs and erectile dysfunction or give women cancer. Soy is a very healthy, but soy milk is very high in protein. So, that was the first one that we got about 15 years ago, regularly. Now, there's a lot of milks that are pea protein. Um, I'm trying to think of a brand right now, but there are House and others. Now, even you see, they call it like high-protein almond milk. And if you're really burning it up on the track, on the treadmill, you might want to go for one of those higher protein milks. I love oat milk, yep. but oat milk, like almond milk, is not very high in protein. It's thinner. I wouldn't raise a kid on almond milk or oat milk. I'd want protein for a growing child. Right, right. I'd give them soy milk or I'd give them you know, pea protein milk. And that's that. Number two, simplest damn recommendation. Start eating an apple a day. You know, the average American eats less than one serving of fruit and vegetables a day. The recommendation is more than five. Apples, everybody loves apples. Easiest damn thing in the world. There's studies that apples lower your cholesterol, apples lower your blood pressure, apples good for your sexual health. There actually is science like that. Um, it's a lot of fiber. It's yep. a lot of good gut health. You know, long distance runners get into some trouble with gut health. They got to go crap. Twenty yeah. miles into a marathon. Yeah. Focusing on good gut health is important. Eat And the third one, and done, is just try some non-beef burgers. You know, it's American. Everybody likes yeah. bun, burger, bun. Maybe bun, lettuce, tomato, avocado, burger, bun, but everybody likes. It. You know, we used to have you know options. Morningstar Farms and Dr. Prager, but you know, now we got impossible burgers, beyond meat burgers. Go to Aldi's, you'll see a million options. Go to Trader Joe's, you'll see a million options.
0: Try
1: some of these suckers. You're going to find one you like. They're still not perfect. There's fat and there's some chemicals. But there is science. If you have a beef burger and you've got a Beyond Meat burger, your body responds better to the Beyond Meat burger. I don't know if you saw the movie Game Changers. You probably did. But those three young athletes about 20 years old eating a meat meal, and eating not a perfect but a plant meal, and the difference in their sexual response overnight, and that's just one night. You know, stick with it long term, and you know. So, plant milk, apple, plant burgers. One, two, three, boom, easy. Right.
0: Cool. I, I, I mean, I already do all of that, but I can, I can definitely, and I, and I think in the beginning, as the reason why I kind of asked that is because you you people that are really say hey i'm going to try this thing out this whole vegan thing they go directly to that section of all the frozen you yeah. know um plant based meats or and then they'll just buy it, and that's that their whole diet you know so i like the fact that you started i was surprised but I, I like the fact that you started with the substitute in the milk part and then you know and then the apple and then the last thing was, you know, go grab a, a plant-based burger. So that's, that's awesome. Um, and I, I got a couple questions here, too, uh, that I want to throw in. Uh, Phil Hearns is asking, uh, would you recommend a 1,000-milligram turmeric supplement post-workout?
1: Yeah, you know, there is that phenomenon. I've written about this in the past. It's been a while. called DOMS, delayed onset muscle soreness. You know, you do a big workout, but you're really stiff and sore. You're not loving it. And there's a bunch of strategies hydration, get in a sauna, get in an infrared sauna. Um, some people think cherry juice is anti inflammatory. But one of them is <clears throat> you know, uh, turmeric is a very anti inflammatory. You can buy those little weird yep. worm looking root vegetables. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Really the, uh, the original turmeric, the OG turmeric, <laughs> you know, throw it in a smoothie, juice yep. it. Um, and you can buy turmeric shots and you can buy turmeric juices. Um, but yes, that's not a bad approach. Uh, but really it could be blueberries. It could be a big old green salad. I mean, stay hydrated. Make sure your minerals are up, you know, use maybe a little electrolyte water. Doesn't have to be hooklin water, but yeah, I would, I would like what that question does.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah. And then some of the people were jumping in right at the end. So you're saying that, you know, definitely a plant burger is a good a good transition food. Uh, but the main the main goal of all this would be to get to a more whole foods diet though, yeah, right?
1: Right. If you're going to eat a Beyond Meat burger or an Impossible burger just try it as much as you can have a salad, have a sweet potato, have some peas, beans, broccoli, cauliflower, you know, anything. Avocado, artichoke. Something that has, you know, one ingredient,
0: broccoli. Right. Yeah, I, I hear that for sure. And then somewhere, like I, I was doing a little research, and um, I, I think I saw you said that you you've been in plenty, <laughs> been inside of plenty of hearts, and never right. never scooped out any sugar, right? right. So well, um, there's
1: this little mini controversy. Um, what's worse for your health? What's worse for your heart? Like you know, what would you rather be stabbed, shot, <laughs> burnt? I right. mean, they're yeah. all bad. Yeah, I don't want any of them. So, you know, fried food, we know. We know the mechanism. It's not good for you. Yeah. We know that excess bacon, pepperoni, sausage, hot dog, bologna. We know it's not good for you. There's a lot of prostate cancer in the African-American males. A lot of colon cancer. We just lost an actor at age 42 of colon cancer in Hollywood about you know, six weeks ago. Yep. So, um, and, and you know, so there's a lot of ways to harm yourself. There's a lot of ways to eat poorly, but... Yes, excess sugar, added sugar. Fruit's not sugar. Fruit is fruit. Okay, I mean, an apple is an apple. It's not sugar. But, you know, a uh, Coca-Cola Mountain Dew Dr. Pepper is pure sugar. And even the uh, diet ones are not healthy for you. We're learning more and more. Um, And, you know, you just lots of foods in the store, in the grocery store, in the restaurants, even at home, lots of added sugar. So that, like... We eat, I think it's 150 pounds of sugar a year. So mm. every day we eat half a pound of sugar. That's an average American. I don't do that. So somebody's eating a whole pound a day because I don't do half a pound a day. I uh, okay. <laughs> think about it. a pound of sugar yeah. a day. And often it's kids. You know, it's donuts and cookies and you run into Tim Hortons yeah. and you get some muffins and you're having a frappuccino at Starbucks. Sugar is inflammatory. Sugars a very bad choice. Excess sugar in an athlete. It mm-hmm. doesn't have to be zero. And Some people have actually like a sugar addiction. And man, yeah. it's like cocaine. You know, just They got to really eliminate all sugar or they just lose it. Just like an alcohol uh, addiction. <clears throat> For the majority of us, <clears throat> I'll eat a cookie once in a while. It doesn't drive yeah. me to craziness. But if I want sweet, it's going to be a date. It's going to be a fake. It's gonna be, you know, grapes. It's gonna cool. be an apple. It's gonna be an orange, as much as I can. You know, and then don't this... have to be perfect, but I yeah. says sugar is not a good thing for your runners. You know, I know a lot of long distance runners like Matthew Frazier, Scott Jurek, and others. Yeah. Um, Brendan Brazier, who started that uh, powder um, called Vega. You know, and they would run long distances, but they'd be pulling dates and walnuts yep. and grapes out of their back. You know, they weren't pulling out food bars they were just loaded with you know sugar. they weren't doing sugar cubes yeah and our body responds a little different when it's sugar in its natural source which is called fruit yeah, and,
0: then it, and then and then then it comes with other things uh, you know that are good for you as well that your body needs right in, in the process fiber
1: water minerals right. vitamins nutrients but it's mainly the fiber and the water right you know, that's that's the reason why Apples are great. Apple juice isn't a great choice because apple juice, you've lost all the fiber and some other things, drives your blood sugar crazy. You eat an apple, if you're a pretty healthy person, doesn't drive your blood sugar crazy. Uh,
0: And then we got a question, too, from I think it's Blink of Ani. Um, What about oils? Like, are there any oils that we need? Um, And then I think somebody piggybacked off that and said, what's your take on fish oil? So like what? Yeah. And, and I also, when you said fried foods, I mean, that was the first thing, like, especially as, you know, in, in, the, in our, my, the black community, a lot of things are, end up being fried, it seems. Yeah. So, you know, oils have always been said to be bad. What can, what oils do we need?
1: Right. No, I agree. And uh, I've been working lately with a 55-year-old African-American gentleman, amazingly wonderful guy. The main issue is, well, heart disease, erectile dysfunction, erectile dysfunction. And I just tell you this, he told me, I'm, I'm vegan, Doc. I'm just like you. That's why I'm here. I've been reading this stuff. it's okay. And then the second week when I saw him, because I'm working on him, really trying to help him with his sexual health, it's really important to him. <laughs> I said, let's talk a little bit. What exactly are you eating? Yeah, Doc, smoothie and Doc this, Doc that. Because he, he is diabetic and his blood sugar isn't good. And he goes, yeah, but I do that other thing, you know, a day a week. What's that other thing? You know, a bucket of fried chicken and beef oh, no. tacos. And I usually have a burger. That's my day. I said, "Oh, you're so far from a vegan." I thought he and said that's vegan. All you need is probably once a week to just load yourself up on, you know, a whole week's worth of saturated fat. That's
0: know, a heck! That's a heck of a cheat. One
1: day. That's a heck of and a he, cheat day. You know, he was willing to say, "I'll do that for six weeks." His blood sugars yeah. went down, and when his blood sugars went down, something came up all of a sudden. Isn't that amazing? It's
0: so it's so funny. I've, it seems like a lot of people that come see you, they're like, you know, I. This, I got this heart issue here, but you know, in reality, yeah. I'm here for the other thing.
1: Can you right, help me yeah, out? The other <laughs> thing. Let's fix the other thing, then we'll talk about the heart. Yep. Uh, you just have to reach people where they're interested. And it's all one system. You yep. make sexual health better, you're going to make the heart better, usually. So um, the one fat we absolutely need is the omega-3 fatty acids. Okay. We need it. We can't make them. Cows can't make them. Salmon, sardines can't make them. Little tiny algae make them in the water, mm-hmm. but the fish are in the water eating it, so salmon accumulate omega three. Yeah, only a few sardines accumulate omega three, and herring eat white fish, eat fried shrimp, eat uh, fried cod. It's not going to have omega three. Salmon, sardine, and herring. You need omega three for a good brain. Omega three helps your joints. It's anti-inflammatory. If mm-hmm. you're an athlete, you don't want to miss out on omega three it's also very helpful to maintain a normal cholesterol and triglycerides. And I happen in my clinic in Bingham Farms, Michigan. You can do a blood test for omega-3. Not many doctors do it. And I measure this on people. and like, everybody's low. I don't care if you're a meat eater or a vegan. So since we can't make it, we need it. And how do you eat it? Well, I get it from chia, from flax, from hemp. And I tell everybody, I didn't grow up eating chia flax and hemp. Mm-hmm. My parents weren't granola tree huggers; they were just good normal people. But I've learned that I need to, if I'm making a smoothie, a couple of tablespoons of ground flaxseed or hemp hearts or chia seeds. If I'm making a salad, a little bit more walnuts. There's all those nuts, and many of them are very good for you. You know, peanuts, pistachios, and others walnuts are the nut that has a lot of omega three. So having a salad, throw a couple walnuts. Making a smoothie, throw a couple walnuts. Have some raw walnuts at home. I wish it was easy to find walnut butter. You know, it's easy to find almond butter and peanut butter. Peanuts and almonds may be a good choice, but they don't have omega-3. And then leafy greens. But, you know, we get that. Spinach, kale, broccoli, you know, all the green stuff. And then I'm a little weird. I actually eat a lot of... Some people have never even heard of it, chlorella. Little green tablets that are actually algae. I already mm-hmm. said. Who makes omega-three? Really? Who's the OG of omega-three? It's algae. Yeah. And you can get these little green, I don't know if you can see little yep. green tablets. Yep. And they're not a vitamin. They're actually a food. And they're rich in forty different they're actually sixty-five percent protein chlorella. So if you're an athlete, you want to pump up on plant-based clean protein you go to the health food store and you buy a bag of chlorella tablets, you're going to get protein and omega-3. All the other fats are kind of optional. The ones we're most worried about are trans fat. Those come in margarines, old versions that said partially hydrogenated vegetable oil and fried foods and donuts, but largely like Crisco. Mom used to have that big tub of Crisco and If you read the label, partially hydrogenated vegetable oil, it was a factory process that turned fats into even more evil trans fats, but they've largely been eliminated from food, so we don't worry about them as much. And then you got your saturated fats, long fats that come from butter, lard, cheese, meats, chicken, poultry, pork, fish, and coconut oil. Coconut oil is the unusual plant-based fat that's very high in saturated fat, there's just too much data that they're inflammatory yeah. and they're not good for your heart. They raise your cholesterol. So I try and teach people less, zero or less, less cheese, less butter, less lard, less red meats, white meats, pork, turkey, poultry, fish, less. You'll get less saturated yeah. fat. Um, the ones that we don't need but we eat a lot of, you know, like avocados. Have, yeah, I was wondering about that. monounsaturated fats corn oil soybean oil canola oil they're very often they're called polyunsaturated fat but the bottom line omega-3 you want to be a good athlete throw some hemp hearts, throw some chia seeds learn to make chia pudding put ground flaxseed in your smoothie on your salad in your oatmeal okay eat chlorella eat leafy greens eat walnuts when you you know it's very anti-inflammatory food to have omega-3 and Either you're taking a fish oil capsule or an algal oil capsule or you're getting it from food. I'd always rather you get it from food. Right. But you got to plan it. And it's weird. I mean, you know, I didn't, I didn't do that. But now I do it every day, one or two meals. I've got flax or hemp right. or chia. Okay. Yeah.
0: So in the, so one of my questions was, um, I mean, I, I asked this question last week for the EAT episode as well um, about, you know, the pros and cons, I guess, to, the, to a plant-based diet. But it sounds like, it sounds like you're saying that the only, the only con to this whole thing is if you don't do your research and you don't um, figure out what you need.
1: You know, again, I'm always honest with people. Are there 10% of people, if I could get a chef, come to your house and make the food you dream of plant-based, great oatmeal and whole wheat pancakes and amazing stews and soups and. Salads and stir fries. I don't know, maybe 10% of people wouldn't feel good on that. You know, you hear this all the time. I just got to add back some chicken, some fish, some right. beef. I felt better, I felt stronger. We don't know what to do with that. And I don't know if it's their diet wasn't really all that good, if they were missing a vitamin or two. Um, but 90% of people would love the chef to keep coming back, coming back, coming back, because they love the food. They feel good. They look good. They drop weight every day in my yeah. clinic, every day, today woman was 182 pounds now she's 160 in about three months she stopped eating animals she's eating good clean plant foods and she feels great and you know it just naturally favors better blood sugar better cholesterol better weight better energy better sleep and if you got heart disease it's really a good thing to do um what trouble can you get in uh you know If you're eating crappy, I mean, there's lots of kids eat Pringles and Mountain Dew and Skittles. I didn't harm any animals. I'm a vegan. Well, you're not going to get any B12. You're not going to get any vitamin D. You're not going to get any omega-3. I take, even though my diet is really pretty on top of things, uh, I take a multivitamin for vegans. And in one capsule, there's a little vitamin D, so I'm not a little B12, a little algae omega-3. Couple of little eye of the newt and ear of a pig and all these other things.
0: No, it's all plant based. <laughs> okay. um,
1: and it's worth, you know, like we say, almost all plant based docs will say at least take vitamin B twelve. Yeah. If you're eating one hundred percent plant foods, um, it's a good plan. I is go that, a little further than my patients. Yeah.
0: Is that like? I mean, is that the classic mistake though? Is is the missing the B twelve part and maybe omega threes?
1: Yeah. Not thinking about, you know, people say, well, damn, if you got to take vitamins, what kind of diet is that? Well, I'd rather, yeah. I'd rather take vitamins and insulin. I'd rather take vitamins and chemotherapy. I mean that. <laughs> okay. yeah. Um, but, yeah, you, you know, if you do it long enough, if you're a vegan for two, three years, you could end up missing a few vitamins. B12 is the one. The other pitfall is just crap food. I mean, crap vegan food is everywhere. In the middle of the grocery store restaurants we've got well you live you go to i'm not dissing anybody you can go to farmington you can go to royal oak Mm -hmm. and you can get a big vegan menu yeah but it's like fried waffle chicken and it's vegan because it's all i mean that's fun once in a blue moon but that's not health food that's not athlete food that's not runner food yeah yeah you know if you watch the game changers um Charity Morgan, with the her husband's on the Tennessee Titans. She's mm-hmm. yep. a beautiful woman and a chef.
0: Yep. Now very team. famous.
1: We've had the chance to meet and talk a few times. Yeah, and you watch what she was serving, you know, half of the Tennessee Titans football team. It wasn't waffle chicken sandwiches. I mean, it was big bean stews and bean yeah. chilies and, you know, big sweet potatoes. I mean, big healthy food, but... Yeah almost all from just natural ingredients
0: yeah yeah i mean and that's that's one thing i noticed as you know being a vegan i've i eat much more than i used to um and and i and nothing seemingly nothing happens other than i just feel better and have a little bit more energy right um but yeah i really appreciate your time i know you've got to cut out um i really do appreciate it man um thank I you appreciate you thank you so much for what you're doing and keep keep rocking those interviews i know that a lot of times they, they put you up against people that want to say like certain diets are are amazing for you just because you lose weight in seven days. Um, yeah. And I appreciate you fighting those things off. This and- is
1: not an advertisement, but if anybody wants to learn more, I have a podcast every week on iTunes. It's twenty minutes because mm-hmm. I don't have the time, and I don't think people have the time for three hour podcast. Called Heart Doc VIP. The V's for vegan. Not every week is vegan, but Heart Doc VIP. It's my fourth year doing it, so there's like 160 episodes. Awesome. You can listen while you're running. You can listen, you know, in the car. And it's, you know, I did it on purpose, short and sweet, not long, long, long. Yeah. But there's just a lot of really good stuff. I got to record it tomorrow because it comes out every Friday. And uh, I think I'm going to talk about the keto diet because there's some new data about the keto diet being bad for you if you do it with steak and chicken. Yeah. uh, you know, and beef. So we'll, we'll beat
0: that up a little bit. Well, yeah, I'll definitely have to check that out. And I, I do appreciate you dropped a lot of gems here, a lot of food fat, a lot of fun food facts, and things that we can eat. Cool. Um, thanks so much.
1: Thank you. And
0: Peace. run, eat, sleep, repeat, guys. Have a good Proud one. Proud of you. Thank you. Bye bye. What can I say? I mean, that was just a good episode. Um, so much information. Like, he literally just spewed information and different options and food that you could eat and substitutions, and you don't really get to hear people from a doctor's standpoint say that, you know, that vegan meat and burgers are a good transition food, so that's awesome to hear, so some of us can feel a little less guilty, but make sure you get in those whole foods as well, get all those colorful vegetables and things in and fruit, um, just a great episode, all all in all, um. Check out, if you're in the Detroit area, Michigan area, check out his restaurant, Green Space and Go. Dope food. Check out the movies and books and things that he mentioned and his podcast. Great guy. A lot of fun. Thanks so much, Dr. Joe Kahn. Everybody out there, run, eat, sleep, repeat.